Hello and welcome to the Trail Magic Podcast, where we seek to equip college students with resources, biblical teaching, and helpful conversations for the journey ahead. On this episode, we will be joined by a former student, Hannah Cook, as we discuss the topic of leaving college behind and launching out into life. Listen in as Hannah shares some insights and wisdom that will help you journey through this crucial transition. Let's hit the trail. All right. Well, hello. Hello, College Connection. Good to be back with you, uh, back on this episode of our CC Conversations time together in our posh and luxurious CC studio, artfully and thoughtfully scavenged and crafted by the visual arts mastermind known as Caleb Kimbrough, who is also behind the camera. We are appreciative for him. want to wish everyone a happy graduation uh, weekend and Mother's Day weekend to all of our grads out there, to all of our moms out there. We're excited for you grads. We are grateful for you moms. We hope it's been a special weekend, albeit a, a different weekend uh, with things happening happening virtually. And uh, maybe you're not even able to go see your mom perhaps because of distance, but we hope that it's been a special weekend for you. Um, my name is Josh. I'm the college pastor here at ABF. And uh, this week we are honored to have with us a former student here of our College Connection Ministry, Miss Hannah Cook. So you guys give it up for Hannah. Excited to have Hannah with us. She's been a big part of our ministry here at Alliance and a part of our College Connection Ministry in a number of ways. And so today I've asked her to come back and join us for a conversation on what we think is going to be a fitting topic for this weekend of graduation weekend. Today we're going to talk about launching out into life, launching out into life, aka life after college. And so the reason I think this is important is obviously it's graduation weekend and we're graduating like 20 some seniors uh, out into the big scary world. And, and so we just want to help you think through transitioning from Alliance to uh, to wherever you're headed. But also we have a number of juniors heading into their final year of school. Uh, and so we just you know want to be helpful to you as well. So we're going to go ahead and get going without wasting uh, any further time. And so uh, Hannah, thank you for being with us today. Great to see you again. Uh, excited for this time together. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And this is the first time that I've put on jeans or makeup in like a month <laughs> and a half. So I feel awesome. like I'm living it up. Fantastic. That's funny. So we'll jump right in. Question number one, okay. uh, tell us where you are now. Tell us what you're doing. Tell us where you attend church. Just kind of give us a life update. So for folks who know you, they're able to kind of catch up with you a little bit. And then folks who don't know you, they have a little background. Cool. Yeah. So I am five months into my first year of physical therapy school. And that is at Elon University in Burlington, North Carolina. Go Phoenix. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, but also Mountaineer at heart. So uh, <laughs> yes, love being back here. Um, and yeah, so that is a three-year doctoral program. And so most of the time I am studying or in class, uh, but also uh, have been attending my home church, Mercy Hill, that I was going to before I came to Alliance. And that has been a little bit of a harder transition than I thought it would be. Um, and I can talk about that later. Uh, but just being gone for three years, it wasn't my main source of community. Um, so plugging back into that, a new campus, a new community group, um, but love them both. So, yeah. I think that is an important thing that uh, seniors and juniors and maybe some others approaching graduation, you know, shortly will want to think through is, you, is your church that you loved but you're, you've been away from there for three years and plugging back in yeah. is not just automatic and seamless. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really think about that going into it. Yeah. And Mercy Hill, by the way, is a great church in Greensboro. Is, yes. uh, so if any of you are there or will be heading that way, great church. 
Um, good. Um, second, how long were you involved in College Connection Ministry here at Alliance? Because you predate me. Uh, <laughs> I've do, only been yes. here a year and a half. So how long were you involved and to what extent were you involved? Yeah, so I was here for two of my three years at Appalachian. Uh, and I was on leadership for three of those semesters. So I had visited Alliance um, and College Connection uh, my freshman year. And I'd come a few times and enjoyed it, but had tried some other campus ministries. And... Uh, and then honestly, and I've, I've shared this with CC before, I ended up leaving my freshman year kind of feeling like I, I hadn't made any true community or, or friendships. And so it was hard going into my, my second year. Um, and that was something that I was worried about. But I came to uh, CC that first Sunday, that fall semester, and remember calling my mom afterwards and being like, this is it, I found it. Uh, I remember using the word genuine. I was like, I don't know. It was just the people were genuine. The teaching was genuine. The worship was genuine. And um, so I was team CC after that. Awesome. Um, uh, so were you involved in any ministries? This is kind of a little shoot off question here. But were you involved in any ministries on the broader church? outside of college ministry? Did you help in any other areas in the church? Oh, yes. I was uh, a greeter and I loved doing that uh, Sunday mornings because uh, that's a time where people are coming to church maybe for the first time um, or after a hard week. And so just being able to say hello to somebody and be like, we're glad that you're here yeah. um, and we want you here is yeah. really cool. Yeah. I thought I remembered you wearing the le the, the red mm -hmm. lanyard, you know, yeah. I couldn't get that out. Uh, but, but the red lanyard. And uh, the, the reason I asked that question is because we have a number of students who aren't necessarily graduating uh, but they're thinking, how can I be involved in the broader church? And that's what we want college students here to do is be, be a part of the church, not just a little silo of college ministry. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. so I thought I remembered you doing that. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, share with us a favorite memory from your time here in College Connection or okay, two memories. A few. Okay, good, because I have a few. Uh, probably to narrow it down, uh, Trek and Checks, uh, I have to say, and then also Galentine's. So Trek and Checks, because it combines some of my favorite things, uh, exercise, food, uh, nature, and community. And so I love doing that. And then also Galentine's, because it is ladies celebrating ladies. <laughs> Sarah Kate, I hear you saying that. Um, and also food and that too. There's a theme. Um, and then also I loved my community group, uh, love those ladies still do still keep in yeah. touch. Um, so, uh, who's running check and trick and checks now? I don't know here. Yeah. I don't know. Caroline Archambrough. Yes, girl, Caroline, yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She did a great job with that. Um, fantastic. So a couple of good memories there from, from CC. Um, so let's talk about the transition just a little bit, because I think that's a big question we want to tackle. What has the transition been like for you as far as leaving Boone, um, finding a new friend group, mm -hmm. uh, finding a new church? Obviously, you went back to your home church, but it's a different church three years mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. um, what's it been like transitioning out of college and back to where you are? Because uh, you're not exactly at home. You're mm -hmm. 20 or 30 minutes down the road now. Yeah. Um, what specific challenges come to mind? Yeah, so to give a little bit of background, I graduated from App last May. Within a month, I had started a uh, four-month internship with Samaritan's Purse in Liberia, and that was amazing. I loved it. Uh, I got back in October, and then from October to when I moved to Burlington in January, uh, I was at home with my parents, and they're amazing. Shout out to them. Uh, but that was a really difficult time for me. 
um, for a variety of reasons. One was kind of just processing through like the previous months, which had been amazing, but also really hard at times. Uh, and then also it was kind of a weird time to be home in that it wasn't like over the summer. So it was in the fall. People, my friends were either in school or working. Um, and I had purposely chosen not to work during that time because I was like, I'm about to jump into three more years of school. I want to take this time to rest. Uh, but I think I really would have benefited from like having a schedule. I think that would have been beneficial mm. for me. Um, and then also just kind of being at home again with my parents, which they're great. Um, but it was my first time being home that long since high school. And it was just a new normal. And so it was a new normal for me. It was a new normal for them. Um, and so I think it's really important to uh, give yourself grace as you're trying to figure that out. That's good. But also your parents' grace as they're trying to figure out you now being home again. Um, Every parent watching this just said thank yes, you. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, so it was kind of a restless time for me and community was hard for that. I think because community, I loved my community here in Boone. Um, I still do. Uh, that was not past tense. Uh, but it was the answer to a lot of prayers from that freshman year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I loved it and that was hard to leave. And so saying uh, what I would say to people who are now trying to find new community and like being making that, um, I would say that you aren't going to find the same, you aren't going to have the same community that you do here in Boone. You just aren't. And that is okay. Um, it doesn't make that community any less than, it's just different. And it can still be equally a blessing mm. in your life. Um, I think that uh, a hard thing, something we say in my family a lot, is that disappointment is unmet expectations. And so I think if you go into this expecting to have the same community for it to look the same, be the same, it's not. And then that's hard to um, to kind of make that community. Uh, community takes time to create and it also requires cultivation. Mm. Um, and mm. so, that's yeah, good. yeah, write that down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you heard the lady, write that down. Uh, and so, yeah, so my uh, just personal example, starting a community group in Burlington, I kind of had one foot in and one foot out for the first month because honestly, I think I was trying to make it more like my community here, what my Bible study and like the stages of life in the Bible study had been. Um, in that group, I was the only single post-grad female um, for a little bit. And that is difficult for a variety of reasons. But um, it wasn't until I made the decision, no, I want to commit to commit to this and I'm going to plug in and I'm going to start reaching out to people um, that it became like my community. And they have been such a blessing to me over the course of this year already. So mm -hmm. that's been really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom in that saying that your family has. A mentor of mine says it basically the, the inverse, but it's the same idea that expectation uh, can bring disappointment. Yeah. Um, and, and it doesn't always bring disappointment, but usually our disappointment in the way that your family says it, our disappointment comes from having expectations at a certain level mm -hmm. that uh, are unmet. And then that gap is where we feel that uh, disappointment and the kind of cognitive dissonance, like, gosh, things just aren't adding up. And so I think that's a great word for folks who are launching out is that as wonderful as this may have been, uh, what you're going out into is going to be different. It may, in fact, be a lot better. Yeah, you, yeah. It may be richer and deeper, and it may meet a need that you didn't know that you had. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's uh, it's just it's okay. You need to let 
this be what it is for this time in your life. And then whatever God has for you next, receive that from him. Right. That's good. Yeah. So fantastic. Um, Excellent wisdom. Appreciate your wisdom uh, on that. Um, When you think about launching out, uh, go back a year ago, what fears did you have as you were looking at um, launching out into life? Yeah, I would say probably two main ones. One, just fear of the unknown. Like it was a new school, a new town, uh, a new campus, new community, new living situation. So it was just a lot of unknown. Yeah. Uh, and then also fear of failure, uh, especially within like PT school and being like, do I measure up for this to mm. this? And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to, whether they're starting a new job or um, new school um, or just different school um, is that fear of failure. And transitions are weird um, and they're hard. Uh, but they can also be really beautiful um, because like transitions, it's generally when um, you're shifting from something like constants in your life, whether that's family or um, friends or, you know, school and that constants that you've had are shifting. And then you're like, what can I hold on to right now? And it's in those transitions that that I think we're sometimes um, uh, we are reminded of going back to God and that he is our constant and that his love is constant for us. Mm. Um, and so that's where transitions can also be really beautiful mm. is that reminder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last night our, our family read a scripture from Psalm 149 and incidentally in my devotion this morning, that was the verse that was, wow. I think it's from Psalm 149 verse four, the Lord takes delight in his people. Mm. And yeah. sometimes when we're delighting in so many other things yeah. around us that we love, that are mm-hmm. they're gifts good from things. God, yeah. they're good things, right? we can lose the sight of the fact that God's delight is in us and our delight ought to be in Him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. So fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and fear of failure at the next level. Yeah. Man, I, I'd say that's probably across the board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, fantastic. Um, the, the next question I have here is, uh, is there a verse or a passage of Scripture that God has used in your life over the last 12 months or so? Yes, and I, I could talk about this all day. Um, so it's Psalm 116, 5 through 9. And it says, gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the simple hearted. When I was in great need, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for Mm. the Lord has been good to you. For you, O Lord, have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. And that's just a really beautiful passage. Uh, I think also, especially in this season, because when things are uncertain, uh, we tend to return to something that can can hold our weight and can hold our identity. And a lot of times that's relationships or friendships or school um, or health. And ultimately, mm-hmm. those things can't hold the weight of our lives. Ultimately, they will crumble. Um, and so again, it's like that reminder of like only the Lord can, can hold that weight in our life. Um, and so that passage is really beautiful in that, uh, it starts with talking about the Lord's character. So the Lord is gracious and righteous. Uh, and then it talks about his faithfulness in the past. You, O Lord have delivered my soul from death and my eyes from tears. And then because of that, because we're reminded of God's character and because we're reminded of his faithfulness in the past, we have hope for the future mm. that we will walk before the Lord in mm. the land of the living. Can, um, I, can I get my notes out? My, I know, right? my sermon outline yes. right there? Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, I loved it so much that it is um, now tattooed on my body to keep in front of my face and and remind me. Um, But yeah, and then also just another really quick note off of that is um, 
I memorized that passage originally because it was in a song that I liked and was listening to a lot. And so I was listening to the song and then I was like, wow, I like can say this passage word for word. And so that's just a quick side note of the things that we're putting into our mind matters. Oh man, Um, that's good. And yeah, especially, especially post-grad when you maybe have some more like free time. Uh, yeah, what you put in your mind matters. Who's the song by? Um, it's Hillsong, and it's Gracious Tempest. Okay. Um, and she just opens up her Bible halfway through, and in a beautiful Australian accent, starts saying it. And so I can also say it in the Australian accent, but I will not this round. We'll save that for our second take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's great. Uh, good word. I love how you start with who God is, because that yeah. doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So launching out into life, everything changes. But we start with who God is because his character is unchanging and we run to that and, yeah. and we, our soul returns to who he is as everything else around us is changing. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I might preach that. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Uh, we're going to have some new faces coming to Alliance, yes. Lord willing, if we're able to gather mm-hmm. back in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have some new faces coming to Alliance and to College Connection in the fall. Um, what advice would you give to an incoming freshman or a transfer student, because we have a number of those. So just somebody new who's coming to the church and the ministry, uh, or particularly coming to college for the first time, what advice would you give them just getting started in church, just getting started in a college ministry, being away from home? What would you say to them? Yeah, yeah. So with starting college, I would say that, and this isn't much of a pep talk to start out with, but I think it's something that I wish somebody had had told me that first year, is it's okay if you don't make your five lifelong best friends right away or like instant community right away um and so that was something that my freshman year i've already said that was difficult for me and then especially social media like looking on that and you're like wow everybody um is you know made these friends and i didn't um and so i would say you're definitely not alone in that if if that isn't the case for you uh and then i would also say and this goes for for everybody, but I think it's definitely important when you're when you're coming into a college or a college ministry, um, is that you are you're not your relationships, you're not your friendships, you're not your major, you're not your grades, you're not your weight. Uh, you are made in the image of God, and you are fully known and truly loved. And when we rest in that identity and we're sure in that identity, um, then circumstances don't have effect on us mm. as much good good stuff for, for students to think about because when they leave home or when they leave home to come to school or when they leave school to go to the next chapter in life it, it you're not going to have all those things yeah. that you had mm-hmm. before yeah. and so if you're basing your identity off of those things and you think i'm going to take that with me and you don't have all that stuff to tell you who you are yeah that can be dismantling yeah inwardly mm-hmm. inwardly yeah sorry i drew a no, blank on, on you're what you're good. saying that's really, really good word for uh, for students to consider coming into app and ABF and College Connection, hopefully, but also thinking about leaving and going to PT school, to work, to, you know, wherever it is that they're headed next. So um, good word. Um, so let's talk about the hindrances that you mentioned um, yes. a little bit next. What would you say are some of the biggest hindrances to successfully uh, launching out into the next chapter of life after college? Like, Give me one or two things that could really cause a student to stumble, hindrances as they are launching out. Yeah. So for starters, the first one I would say is comparison. And comparison is something that you have the potential to struggle with at any stage of life. So I'll just kind of address uh, the 
the hindrances of like maybe post-grad life. And post-grad life is weird, yo. Let me, let me give you an example. Uh, I can be scrolling on Instagram uh, and in the same day, I can see people who are my age, they're getting engaged, they're getting married, some of them are having kids, they're in a big kid job, they're traveling the world. And then you compare that to my life and I'm like, what was my to-do list today? And you're like, well, I watered my plant, I made breakfast and I was feeling pretty good about myself, right? Yeah. Until I see this online. And um, so comparison is when you're looking at what you have and then you're looking at what other people have. And then, um, then, you're, then you're like, why don't, why don't I have that? And it brings these thoughts in your mind of like, am I behind? Am mm. I, am I unworthy? Am I less than? Mm. And that's a difficult place to be. Uh, and so something that I have really seen to be true in my life is um, the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. And I've seen that time and time again. And, but what I've also seen to be true is that if comparison is the thief of joy, then gratitude is the thief of comparison. Hold on. Say all that again, because okay. that's real, real, real good. <laughs> Write it down. Uh, if comparison is the thief of joy, then gratitude is the thief of comparison. Comparison steals your joy. Yeah. And then... Gratitude steals comparison. Gratitude grammatically steals the sense of comparison. Yeah. Man, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's taking the, the, the focus off of what they have. And then you're like, wow, the Lord has blessed me with so much. And I've really tried to work on a practice of gratitude and I'm not perfect at this by any means, but it's something that I've seen growth in is just trying to start my mornings. Generally it's on a walk and it's just starting to thank God yeah. for, and it can truly be like, wow, this guy's a really pretty shade of blue. Like, thank you, Lord. Or thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to go to school, the opportunity to go to work. Um, and then it just starts this snowball effect and it totally changes your perspective. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think our sense of gratitude sometimes can be as lost as last year's Easter egg, you know? Yes, <laughs> especially just, this year. Yeah, I mean, we just absolutely, you know, don't we, we just forget how to give thanks. Uh, I've talked to you yeah. guys a number of times about uh, a gratitude journal that I keep, actually. Yeah. I started this back around November or December last year, I think December. And I try to write down, uh, not daily, but I try to write down five things. And they can be simple things. And it's oftentimes like, man, what a beautiful shade of blue. Thank you for right. that gift yeah. today in the sky, Lord. You know, mm -hmm. Or thank you for this friendship. Or that coffee was particularly good. Or my sleep was restful. Yeah. Or that person encouraged me with a text. You know, yeah. And you can come up with as I say, 50, 11,000 different ways to express gratitude to God. But here's the cool thing about keeping that journal. I go back sometimes and I will look back a month ago and see, oh man, I remember how the Lord blessed me. And that reminds me he is unchanging. Mm -hmm. And while my circumstances change, he's continuing to give his good gifts to his yeah. children. And so yeah. uh, a discipline, a practice of gratitude is a wonderful, wonderful thing to take with you from undergrad to uh, after you know graduation life. Yeah, so. yeah. Just Fantastic. to bring it back, you're returning to the Lord's faithfulness and His Absolutely. goodness. So. Absolutely, yeah. Returning our soul to your rest. That's yes, good. Yes. Uh, anything else on that, or is that covered? Uh, yeah. So one more, like a, a quick thing, I would say is just, um, what are you filling your mind with? And I've kind of already touched on that a little bit, but we're we have so much uh, that we can put in our minds: music, social media, Netflix all those things that they don't have to necessarily be bad things, um, but they can be planting those seeds of comparison in our hearts. Um, and, or they can just be clutter. 
I think that we've kind of lost mm. the the practice of being able to sit in silence mm. and not have that constant input uh, because I think sometimes we're scared with like the thoughts that that do come up. Uh, but yeah, so just like being really intentional with how you're how you're filling your your time. That's real good. Real good. I heard somebody say garbage in, garbage out. On yeah. Time. That's good. <clears throat> so thinking about how we spend our time, where we mentally engage. Um, so just a couple more questions and we'll be finished. Uh, would love to hear, and I think students would love to hear, how you fill your free time these days. Yes. Because yeah. they have free time here, but free time is going to look different mm-hmm. uh, after graduation in um, you know multiplicity of ways. How do you fill your free time? Yeah, so I would say you do have more free time after you graduate in that depending on how you live, um, you know, like whether it's with people or not, you could potentially be getting off of school or work at five o'clock and then being by yourself until you go to bed. And so being intentional with how you feel that time, um, with community, with time in the word, um, with again, what you're listening to. Um, and so reading for me is a big one. Um, daily time in the word, uh, returning to, um, to God's word to us. And then, podcast and exercise I could I could go on but those are some of the things for me yeah, talk about the podcast one for just a second what yes. are some good podcasts that uh, you found helpful that you would encourage students to turn into to, to tune into rather wherever they are in their college journey yes. you know freshman or graduating okay yes all right grab your pins if you have not already uh, so two ones that I would say every person needs to listen to uh, for starters single dating engaged married uh, by Ben Stewart. Uh, so if you think about it, everybody is in one of those stages, single, dating, engaged, or married. Uh, for the majority of college students, um, and then that postgrad, generally single or dating, sometimes engaged, as I said, it spans a wide variety. Um, but our culture has fed a lot of lies on what, um, what that time looks like and how it should look. And, um... And so this podcast really confronts those lies with biblical truth of like, no, here's what the Bible says about singleness and looking for a spouse. And it really has been instrumental in how I view relationships and then also how I view singleness, um, which a lot of times, to be completely honest, um, culture and the church even can make singleness or single people feel uh, set aside or less than. And that's not what the Bible says. Um, Rather, it talks about singleness as a set-apart time in our life um, for undistracted devotion to the Lord. And that's a really beautiful thing. And so that has been a really good reminder for me and that I want this season of singleness for however long it may be, I want to get everything out of it that the Lord has for me Mm. in this season. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. So not wasting any phase, season, chapter of your life, but yeah. using all of that uh, for God's glory, but getting all that he wants to give you yeah. in each one too. Yeah. yeah I think there's a, a tremendous misnomer that uh, we think if I can just find mm-hmm. that person and if I can just get married, I'm going to be complete mm-hmm. and I'm going to, but the reality is whatever is lacking yeah. in you, yeah. you take that into that marriage yeah. and now that other person is helping to shoulder that burden, which is biblical, but at the same time, we want to grow and gain all that we can before that. And so I think there's a lot of wisdom in using uh, our singleness, that season of our life, to grow, to bring God glory, um, and, and to you know prepare for whatever He has in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. great. Second one okay. uh, is Fight, Hustle, and Hurry. That one is um, John Mark Comer and Jeff Bethke. 
And that talks about, again, with culture saying, you know, you have to work hard, hustle now so you can get what you want and you can sleep when you're dead, right? Like how many times have I heard that? Um, and again, that is not the gospel, but it's become such a part of our life that we don't even realize it. And it's bled over into our relationships, our friendships, uh, our school and work. Um, and we'd be remiss to think that that doesn't impact uh, our relationship with God as well, that we have to hustle more and do more to earn our way to him when the mm. opposite is true and that he's done everything necessary to save us and to have a relationship with us. Return on my soul. Yes, yes, you got it, <laughs> you, you got, got it. You got theme here? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, so fight, hustle, in hurry. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, as we get ready to wrap up, any final words of encouragement that you have for, for students? Look, look right in the camera and, okay. and uh, talk to them. <laughs> yeah, so I would say... This is a hard season right now. It's a weird season that we're in. We've kind of already talked about that. But uh, I would say that whatever your heart is, whatever burdens you're carrying right now, those hurts are valid. And I've heard a lot of people right now talk about how like, you know, someone asks how they're doing and uh, the response is, you know, I'm really struggling, but I know that other people have it worse. And so I can't complain. And that may be true, but Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. And he doesn't qualify that with only those who have really terrible things going on in their lives. He wants everything. He wants um, those daily burdens that you're carrying. Um, and so I would just say that, yeah, your, your feelings and your hurts and your burdens are valid. Uh, and the Lord wants to carry those. And also College Connection and like uh, the church wants to help carry those as well. Um, and that, yeah, the church will always be here for you, CC, even after you leave. Um, I know I've reached out to my community and things like that, even after I've left. So, yeah. and you're loved. You are loved, friends. Yeah. That's all I got. Good, good, good. <laughs> good word, good word. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up <clears throat> this evening, and uh, we hope this has been a helpful uh, conversation for you. This has been an incredible time of me thinking, uh, I mean, you've been helpful to me thinking about like, uh, how can we help prepare students for where they're headed? Yeah. Um, and so lots of wisdom here uh, as you look at this new season of life up ahead. Uh, we're so grateful for you uh, driving up here. Uh, Hannah has driven up um, a number of miles from Burlington to Boone. I don't know how far that is, uh, but to talk with you today on this important topic. And so we appreciate you being Absolutely. with us today. Great to see you and uh, great to be together. Um, so thank you for tuning in with us tonight. I uh, just want to say again, congratulations to all of our graduates. We're so excited uh, for you and proud of you and uh, we'll be praying for you as you launch out into life and hopefully some of the things we've talked about you'll take with you and uh, they'll be helpful and again many thanks to our moms uh, we love you all and we appreciate you hope you all have a great week and uh, as we begin the rest of uh, this summer enjoy your summer we'll see you soon trail magic is a production of the college ministry of alliance bible fellowship in boone north carolina for more information go to abfboon.org. Thanks for tuning in.